0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and
1: Wrestling Podcast.
0: And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. It was a big week in wrestling this week. There was a lot that happened.
0: It really was.
1: Uh, we saw John Moxley versus CM Punk on Wednesday night. Yeah, uh, you know, of course, that was obviously the best match of the night. I mean, um, it had to be main event, right? Ma- main event. It is the you know the world heavyweight championship unifying, unifying with the inner titles. Yeah. So that that obviously was the main event. Thirty minute banger. Um, you know, Edge was facing Damian Priest in Toronto, his hometown. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, big week. Yeah. This week uh we are drinking <laughs> redemption rum cask finish bourbon. This is um a ninety four proof, so alcohol by volume of forty seven percent. It smells really good. It is it smells delicious. What do you say we give it a try?
0: Sure. Cheers. Cheers. Extremely sweet.
1: It is very sweet. There's a very light burn. It's not a very pronounced burn.
0: Like you can tell. That is sweeter than most whiskies, which I mean rum cask. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um real to me it's like a real heavy vanilla, heavy caramel. <clears throat> you know, it's got that that flavor up front. Now, it's got a it's got a good bit of burn to it, but that's you know the fact that it's a it is a higher proof. You know, it's in that ninety range.
1: But but see so, that burn to me is not a very strong burn.
0: Like it's gone already, but it was a very it was a, to me it was a very pronounced burn. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hang around.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is definitely one um, that you have to be in the right mood for.
0: Yeah, I think I I think I prefer like the standard redemption better.
1: Yeah.
0: Um The one thing I will say, and this goes with like this, it goes to uh uh when you talk about like the old soul, mm-hmm. you know, several of the whiskeys that we've had that are, you know, in that $60 70, $80 $90, $100 range, right? <clears throat> um Honestly, I I think I kind of on most cases prefer that $40 to $50 range. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, it has the whiskey flavor. It has the whiskey burn, but once you get into those higher ranges, you get into those higher proofs. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I this think. would be fun. I think just sitting down, put a nice cube in a glass, pour some of this on it, watch wrestling chit chat for a couple hours and yeah. sip on that drink. Right.
1: And I, I do think it's important. We tell our audience when we drink this, we're drinking it straight. Yeah. We're There's, drinking it straight just from a glass. Boom. No ice. And sh- when you're shooting it,
0: basically. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, a lot of the whiskeys we've taken, this one, Old Souls one that comes to mind, uh, you brought another one in here recently. The, the uh,
1: Angels Envy uh, the Angels uh, Rye. Envy.
0: Uh, those would be much better if we, you know, put a big ice cube in this glass, mm-hmm. poured the whiskey on it, and just kind of sipped on it throughout the episode. Yeah. As opposed to grabbing this and just being like, 90 proof, whatever, mm-hmm. down the hatch. Down the hatch. So...
1: I do you know, we Give do swish mug. it around in our mouths to try to get a full flavor.
0: Third in a mouthwash.
1: You know, yeah. You know, gargle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we should run down what happened this week in wrestling.
0: Yeah. Probably should since that's part of what we do.
1: You know, it's the other half of whiskey and wrestling. I walked out of the walked out of the apartment this morning to to head over here, put stuff in the car, and it's like <sighs> immediately walk back into that apartment and grab the grab the whiskey, <laughs> you know, cause we, we kind of need both to do the show. So Monday night raw took taking place from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We have uh, riddle and Seth Rollins just brawling to open the show. Um, EO sky, Dakota Kai defeat Oscar and Alexa bliss in, to advance in the women's tag team championship tournament. That is a mouthful. We have Finn Balor defeating Dolph Ziggler. We have Kevin Owens defeating Chad Gable. Uh, Kevin Owens has kind of reverted his character. He's gone back to the prize fighter. Uh, We have Bailey defeating Aliyah. We have The Miz and Ciampa um, versus Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. This ends in a no contest. Uh, after somebody in the crowd just abducts The Miz. Yes. Nobody did anything about it. It was weird. So, in in memoriam for The Miz?
0: Uh, If we were a visual podcast, we could have a a black and white picture (laughs) of The Miz up there. Yeah. right. have you seen this man? (laughs) Bolo.
1: (laughs) Bolo for this man. Uh, No, Dexter Loomis Kidnaps the Miz mid-fight. Uh, I love this storyline. I love Dexter Loomis, and I can't wait to see what happens. Hopefully, it's not the same as what happened with uh, um, Austin Theory when he just showed back up a couple weeks later and was like, "No, yeah, it was. He was cool. We we hung out." Um. We have Edge defeating Damian Priest. After the match, you have the rest of Judgment Day come down and start beating on Edge. And Beth Phoenix appears with a chair and backs everybody down.
0: Well, and the reason she did that is because every time Edge would start to get some kind of Mm -hmm. advantage, uh, Rhea would jump in the middle. Yeah. Edge isn't going to hit Rhea. Yeah. I mean, Rhea is more built than Edge is at this point in his career, but... Rhea's not going to hit
1: her. Well, you can't have, especially in today's age. You can't age, have a baby face. You can't have a spe- face. Especially. Mm-hmm, a, a face hitting a woman. woman. Now, in WWE, because yeah. we've all talked about how mixed gender matches can be amazing. Yep. But you've got to build to that. You can't just have, oh, yeah, right. we're going to allow mixed gender. And then you have Edge just wailing and on Rhea. Rhea the table. <laughs> It it wouldn't go over well nah, at all. It wouldn't. The other big thing that happens on Monday Night Raw with no fanfare whatsoever, come back from a commercial break and suddenly you hear music playing. And then out walks Johnny Gargano. And it's this rebel heart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the disconnect for a second was, wait, when the, what? When the
0: Tron changed to the heart with the DIY face in it. Yeah, you, I, I knew like, what it was. I knew exactly. Okay, oh, awesome, you know.
1: Yeah. But for that first second or so as the music's playing, and it's been so long since we've heard this Rebel Heart, I didn't know what was happening for just a split second. That That's a lie. I watched it on Hulu. I had already had it spoiled for me. I knew exactly what was happening. But still... <laughs> It, it it was nice to have that. Oh, what's happening here? Oh, mm-hmm. it's Johnny Gargano.
0: Oh, Johnny Gargano.
1: Johnny Wrestling comes down, talks. He's interrupted by Theory. Theory tells him it's almost like I'm the the veteran and you're the rookie. But don't worry, I'll let you carry my briefcase for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to carry my briefcase? That's fine. Let's let's give everybody what they they want the high five. Let's give them the high five. And then Gargano just super kicks him to the face. That's going to be a fun feud. Uh, Yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. It was a good show.
0: So we move over to AEW. We kicked off with uh, Jericho and Garcia are going to meet face-to-face in the ring because Jericho has demanded that uh, Daniel Garcia apologize to him.
1: Apologize.
0: for, uh, For his actions last week. Uh, so they, they come down, uh, Jericho tells him to apologize. Garcia says, you know, absolutely not. Daniel Bryan was my hero. Uh, you ruined that moment for me. And I thought it was a great line with Jericho. He's like, dude, you'll have plenty of those moments, you know? Um, Brian Danielson walks out on the ramp and he kind of laughs and says, look, I told you he's a wrestler. He's not a sports entertainer. Um, I'm going to
1: need you to say it like Daddy Magic says it. Entertainer.
0: <laughs> uh, which became a, a, a mommy and daddy are fighting moment. Mm. Uh, Garcia just rolls out of the ring and leaves. Uh, well, no, he shoved Jericho. because Jericho tried to grab him as he went to leave. Uh, and when he shoves Jericho, Daniel Bryan starts dying laughing. <laughs> so uh, that sets up uh, Danielson versus Jericho at All Out. We then have... Dax Harwood versus Jay Lethal. We're, uh, I do believe Lethal wins. Make sure. Yep. Jay Lethal wins. Um, this leads to the announcement that we're gonna have a triple threat or a a six man tag rather at all out. It's going to be FTR and Wardlow versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns for reasons. Uh, Billy Gunn versus Colton Gunn was next, in which Colton gets the pin over Billy due to interference and then a low blow. Kylan King versus Britt Baker. Uh, Britt Baker wins. We saw... Right before this match, I think, is when it was. Thunder Rosa had a backstage segment where she announced through many much tears uh, that she's hurt. Uh, Apparently, she has bulging discs in her back. She will not be able to defend the title at All Out. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to get a four-way match for an interim women's title. Between Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, uh, Tony Storm, and uh, Hiroko Shida. Yep. So, you know, I feel like you could have put somebody else in Shida's spot, but you know, like at Ruby. And I mean, our, both
1: know, of us are fans of Shida. Yeah. But she's not done anything recently done anything
0: to anything be there. So uh, then we have our main event. I mean, this started at eight o'clock, so it was like an hour long, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, John Moxley versus CM Punk. What was WWE
1: 2014, right?
0: (laughs) Which is what was supposed to have been at All Out, Mm -hmm. but it got moved up to this Wednesday, and you know, I'm I'm lying. We we had this match; it was not the main event. It was not a (laughs) sixty minute drag out. It was about five minutes. In which Moxley just beat the holy hell out of Punk.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Punk went for a a,
1: a head kick. Punk got one move of offense in, and it took him out.
0: He went for a head kick and then immediately fell, grabbing his plant foot uh, and screaming. Uh, Moxley then hit two uh, dirty deeds. Our paradigm shifts.
1: No, Uh, those were the, what is it, the rough rider? death rider. Death rider.
0: Whatever he's calling that not quite a DDT, not quite a suplex. Um and then Moxley wins and becomes the undisputed AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh then we have what is our actual main event, which is the Trios Tag Tournament, Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay with uh, with Aussie Open as the uh, a qualifier for the Trios Tag Tournament. Uh Aussie Open wins which sets up? I do believe next week will be Aussie Open versus the Elite on that side of the bracket.
1: Yeah, after after the match, you had the Elite come out mm-hmm. and Kenny was on fire.
0: Like and he was wanting to get in the ring. Will Osprey was wanting him to get in the ring. Uh, everybody was kind of stopping them from actually doing anything together. Of course, so.
1: Um, SmackDown, we have Ricochet defeating Happy Corbin. We have the Street Profits and Hit Row have a, a pleasant backstage encounter where they're just like, hey, what's up, what's up? And then they walk off together. Uh, we have the Women's Tag Team Title Tournament Second Chance Fatal Four-Way Match. Good God, that just keeps getting longer every time I talk about one of these matches. Mm-hmm. This was Sonia Deville and Natalia versus Dana Brooke and Tamina versus Shotzi and Zaya Lee versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. And this was because um, uh Gigi Dolin was injured, mm-hmm. so Toxic Attraction had to uh,
0: pull, out. pull out of the match. This whole tournament is cursed.
1: Uh, right. Uh anyways, we, we get um we get Sonia Deville uh and Natalia getting the win there. Kind of out of nowhere, kind of very abrupt, but it happened. We have Gunter and Seamus exchanging words. They this segment was really cool. I liked this segment. This segment was really cool. They they got in and go face to face after after they talk to each other for a second. They go face to face, and then you have Pete Dunne, because Butch. <laughs> so you have you have Butch and you have. Uh, what are they calling him now, uh, Ludwig Kaiser? Yeah,
0: uh, was Eigner? Was that Eigner? No, was that, that Eichner? was. Uh, no, it wasn't the.
1: Ki- no. It wasn't Eigner. Eich- was the bald one?
0: That's right. Um, Whoever but, he was, yeah. it's Ludwig Kaiser now.
1: Yeah, uh, but Ludwig Kaiser brawls with Butch and Ridge Holland,
0: like all around the it, ring. It, yeah,
1: and in the center you have Gunther and Seamus just. St- Daring it off and not reacting, not moving, I really liked that. I really liked that, and then, after they kind of brawled themselves out a little bit, they each held back their perspective mm-hmm. their their guys, their men. I liked that. I do wonder if we're gonna see Eichner um show up to even the odds outside the ring and uh
0: kind of cool that
1: Cardiff. That's what I would do. And that way you bring him up. Yep. So you have uh we we have our women's tag team title tournament semifinals of Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah defeating Sonia DeVille and Natalya. I don't see how that's fair. Like they just um right. you know Sonia Deville and Natalya had just been in a match. There's no way that they could prepare for Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah after that just Match, a fatal four-way tag team match earlier in the evening. It's completely unfair. I'm auditioning for a role as a commentator. Gotcha. Um, I, see, yeah. I see that.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Cole.
1: No, uh, <laughs> wait, Rodriguez wait. and... I'm L-
0: sorry, but you're not going to get the job because you didn't say at any point that since Natalia and Sonya were kind of thrown together, is there any way they could coexist?
1: I think they've been together long enough that we don't have to ask that question anymore. And eh, Maybe. But uh, <laughs> Rodriguez and Aaliyah defeat Sonia Deville and Natalia. We have a maximum male models photo shoot. uh, And then it is interrupted by Hit Row's tour bus blaring out the Hit Row theme. So Maxine goes and gets Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. And. They come back with some Kansas spray paint to paint the bus. Hit Rope walks around and it's like, it's not even our bus. The doors open after everybody kind of walks off and it's the Street Profits.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of this is this is classic Triple H. Like that is that is straight out of DX.
1: And, and, and uh, otherwise, I'm fine. But this whole maximum male models thing is just bad. Mm-hmm. And it, Triple H needs to kill it. Yeah. Like I get it. This is a Vince thing. One hundred percent. That maximum male models is Vince all the way. Yep. It, it doesn't work. It needs to be done away. Go back. Mace becomes Dio Madden. Mansoor goes back to just showing up before Saudi Arabia
0: events.
1: (laughs) And life goes on. And and, because Dio's big enough and he's got the look, he could be somebody if they just gave him a decent gimmick. Yep. You know? (laughs) Then you have um, the New Day coming out and... Woods is in a wheelchair and they're, they're talking about how they underestimated and maybe their time is up. The new day, they had a great run and, and their time is up. The Viking Raiders come out. Like we sent you away last week. We gave you a warrior's funeral and now you're out here sniveling and crying that that insults us. And so they get in the ring. They all turn their back on woods as Kofi had kind of walked around to the other side of the ring Woods takes the blanket off of his legs and he's got two kendo sticks. Tosses one to (laughs) to Kofi and then they just wail on the Raiders. I I kind of enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns is going to celebrate the two-year anniversary of his world title reign next week. Carrion Cross makes his in-ring return next week. Maximum Male Models make their in-ring debut next week against Hit Row, which means they're going to get destroyed. (laughs) Um, We get Ludwig Kaiser versus Butch next week. And we have New Day versus Viking Raiders in a Viking Rules match.
0: Sure. Uh,
1: (laughs) Our last match of the evening, our main event, was Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn gets the win. Drew starts to fight off the Bloodline, including Roman, but the numbers games finally, finally get the best of him, and he gets taken out. Yeah, sure. God, I hope Drew wins.
0: I mean, by by math, he should at this point, right? He got taken out, so.
1: But there's a whole other week That's before. Right. That is true. So, because that pay-per-view is not till Saturday. Right. Special t- start time of one o'clock Eastern.
0: So, moving on to Rampage, we kicked off with a Dark Order versus House of Black in the Trios tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Order wins, which was extremely shocking to me, but it happened. Yep. Uh, Wardlow fought Ryan Nimeth, uh, which uh, was very quick for Wardlow's win. And then Powerhouse Hobbs fought Ashton Day. Also very quick for Powerhouse Hobbs' win. Uh, we then had the uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello versus Ortiz and Ruby uh, for the AAA mixed tag mat, Tag titles. Uh, Anna J gets involved, because obviously, and Sammy and Ty win. That moves us to the main event which was Claudio Castagnoli versus Dustin Rhodes for the ROH title, Claudio retains. And that was Rampage.
1: So, yeah. So, in, in total, in AEW, across three hours of nationally broadcast television, we had one and a half women's matches. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, they, They. and I think the sad thing is here, we talked about it, I think last week or week before last, uh, That AEW is copywriting AEW women or AEW, uh, AEW women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have the AEW heels thing that is still going on. Um, like on the surface, AEW seems to be like, Hey, we're trying to get the, the female audience, um, you know. All of that kind of stuff. But then when you actually sit down and look at, okay, you have three hours of television. WWE has five. So you would think, okay, with that said, you know, I could give AEW a pass if they didn't have as much. They have less time. Cool, I get it. However, if you've got three hours of television, I would expect three matches. Give me D- a, give me a match on Rampage. Give me two on our own mm-hmm. Dynamite. You know because WWE does a pretty decent job. Usually you get a couple on Raw.
1: So just off the top of my head, you had Aaliyah and Bailey. Yep. I okay. think that may have been the only one on Raw. But I think Bianca. There may have been a segment, a couple segments with Bianca, and and I don't remember. Because I
0: mean, the other part, like like the part you can think of there is, it's summed up perfectly in when CM Punk broke his foot, he came out to the ring and he got eight minutes Mm -hmm. to talk about how he's come back to wrestling and how much this return meant to him. And, you know, now he's hurt and he won't be able to wrestle for a while. And, you know, he told Tony that he'd give up the belt, but Tony told him, nah, hang on to it. You know, you're going to be back sooner than later, yada, yada, yada. He gets this eight minute discussion in front of the crowd to talk about how he's going to be gone and they're doing an interim title. Thunder Rosa got a minute and a half. Backstage. Backstage.
1: And probably a pre-recorded second.
0: And probably a pre-record. To talk about how she's hurt. She's been wrestling hurt. And she's having to give up. She's not going to be it all out. She's, you know, the whole thing. And at first, the way they talked about it. It almost sounded like they were going to make her give up the title.
1: Yeah, we went, we talked in our group for what, two days before we finally figured out no, it's an interim.
0: It's an interim. Cause she, she went to say interim and then she stopped herself. And then the first graphic that they showed, I don't think the first graphic said interim. Now, the rest of them have mm-hmm. said interim. So, you know, there's that. But
1: I wonder, and uh, I'm truly, truly questioning this, if. Tony had no intention of making it an interim title. Maybe he's rethought the interim title thing. It's possible. And then the blowback from this because it was pretty stout blowback mm-hmm. from what I could see. He's like, oh, it's just not a good look. Like it, like you know what?
0: I, I'm gonna say it. If you have the opinion that you don't like women's wrestling, that's fine. You can. You are more than, than entitled to your opinion of not liking women's wrestling.
1: It's a dumb opinion. It's a dumb opinion. But you are entitled but you're to entitled that opinion.
0: To it. You know they don't, They usually don't get up there and do seven twenty flips and things of that nature. You
1: but know, also, they don't get the opportunities to do that kind of stuff the like the men.
0: Um, so, like like I said, if you if you're entitled, you're entitled to your opinion we're entitled to our opinion of not liking the WWE style or you don't like the AEW style. You don't like the Lucha Libre style. You don't like the Japanese strong style. Hey, you can like what you want to like. And and I get you. Yeah. That said to still hold the opinion that women's wrestling isn't as good as men's wrestling. that They're still basically just eye candy divas that can go because that's not the case anymore. There are most of the top women in the in the both WWE, AEW, TNA, all of them could go just as hard with the guys. Uh now at least. I yeah. Mean, you, let's go back 30 years and you may have a you may have an opinion there. You you may have a point, right? But your Tony Storms, your Thunder Roses, even your Britt bakers now you know your your japanese wrestlers like shida even riho as small as she is they she can, can wrestle go she can go like, she's not believable but I, i'm she not can a, go.
1: i'm not a fan of riho as a champion Mm-mm. you know I, I but I at the you're... same time there there is oh. some uh some hypocrisy to to me being that way because I love Ray as a champion, but when you yeah. put Ray up against Batista. But even at that,
0: I wasn't like, I like Ray as a champion. I like the underdog story, right? Yeah. But even at that, I really didn't believe that Ray was going to beat Batista. I didn't believe yeah. Ray was going to beat Big Show or The Undertaker. You know, I never really believed that that should happen. Uh, it's the same way with Marco Stein. Yeah. You know, Marco can go, dude can do. All the moves, he can flip, he can, you know, he can do everything, right? He's not believable. You know, in watching, okay, dude's five foot three, mm-hmm. hundred pounds, and he's trying to take on Lance Archer, who's like six five, mm-hmm. three hundred pounds. Marco's gonna jump off the ropes, and Lance is just gonna kind of shudder a little bit as he gets hit see and and then he's going to fold him in half
1: it worked for ray because ray coming from the lucha background Mm -hmm. and working with big guys his entire career you you know he came in wcw ray Ray became a master of turning their attacks into ray
0: felt very much that whole david and goliath thing
1: yeah and I mean, they played that up. Yeah. They even said it on. Yeah. It's a David
0: versus Goliath yeah. match. Ray Ray always felt to me like like you were you were saying, the Big Show went charging for him, and Ray ducked under his leg, so the Big Show ran into the ring post. Yeah, you know, Ray never really tried to do power moves against the big guys.
1: No, he would avoid he used, them, and then he, he would he,
0: avoid. He would use their their weight, their their. He would use them against themselves, their yeah. momentum, right? I'm not buying the if Ray would have tried to put up, you know, Damian Priest in a power bomb, I'm not buying it. No. And even it, though even though because it's wrestling, it's hundred percent possible, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, three quarters of that move is done by the
1: person taking the power bomb. Uh, you know. And it's you know, it's the same thing with Riho. She's your first AEW women's champion. She defeated Nyla Rose. I'm not no. buying like, it.
0: Where she did she does Hurricane Ronas and things like that. To me, the Hurricane Rana is already that borderline physics anyway. <laughs> um, it's not as bad as like the slingshots. Yeah. But it's real borderline to I'm sorry, this move isn't going to work mm-hmm. and to see her do it to Nyla. Hey, 98 pound Reho is going to try to use her legs around your neck to swing you around and dump you on your head. And Nyla's is like 200 pounds. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just, just now
1: it doesn't go. It does not
0: go. Uh, but uh, we got kind of far afield of what we were talking about with the women's
1: wrestling though as a whole. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Tony's got to do something. Yeah, and so I neglected to mention this earlier, and, and that is on me because I didn't remember, and my uh, the website I was using, CBS Sports, didn't mention it. The show WWE Raw started with the brawl between uh, Riddle and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rollins. Rollins, but the actual show kicked off with Trish Stratus coming down to the ring. Yeah. So that's right. Because the,
0: they had the big segment between yeah, her with her and Bailey, Bailey and, and all of them.
1: So Raw had or WWE had four major segments with women this week mm-hmm. across five hours of of wrestling. I would like to see more mm-hmm. because honestly, the women are sometimes the best thing going. Yep. But they 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 put forth an honest effort. And give them a spotlight. AEW is not doing that. Not AEW, even slightly. like you said, a minute and a half Thunder Rosa got for her to say, hey, I'm injured. I can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. We were in the same position three months ago. CM Punk, like you said, got eight minutes.
0: Eight minutes in the ring. And I don't know, maybe Thunder Rosa said, that she didn't want to go out there because of how emotional it was. I doubt that seriously, considering how connected to the fan she is.
1: Well, and and here's but, the other here's the other side of that coin is uh you you have AEW's patented backstage drama where there's supposedly a bunch of heat on Thunder Rosa. Yeah, but then
0: you see like Twitter. Uh, tweets from her and from several of the other people that are like, nah, it's it's all that's not true. Yeah, you know, apparently Jamie Hader and her are, don't like each other because Thunder Rosa broke Jamie Hater's nose,
1: which you know is what? a I fair can, enough reason fair for enough. you. You're like, you, you break know? my nose, I'm gonna be a little angry for yeah. a while. Fair I'll enough, get over right? it.
0: But <laughs> um, but apparently AEW's backstage is just falling apart all over the place. Uh, not just that, you have Sammy and Eddie have gotten into it to the point where Eddie got suspended for a couple of weeks.
1: Eddie got suspended and rightfully so. And even Eddie said, dude, I was wrong. wrong, You know, Uh, Uh, because uh, they got to, they got into blows mm -hmm. and that apparently. So
0: Sammy called Eddie fat in a promo. Sammy says, Eddie didn't tell him that that was off limits. Sammy comes back to the back, and Eddie's in gorilla screaming at him, how dare you call me fat, you know, all this kind of stuff. Ends up coming to blows about it. Eddie gets suspended. That whole segment gets cut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, you know what? I, I I mean, I'll I'll put it this way, right? You don't have to like your coworkers. No. It's unnecessary. You got a job to do, they got a job to do. But you have to be able to do the job with them.
1: You have to be professional, and you have and even to be professional. And Eddie has even said, "Yeah, I was he unprofessional. He was it unprofessional. was wrong." Uh, whether he did that at Direction or not, mm-hmm. Eddie's whole gimmick is that he's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's be be yeah. real. That's his whole thing. But that being said, he's at least come out and and what sounds like a true contrite apology. Yeah. Said I was wrong. Yeah this this was totally on me basically uh so yeah you know look there's been this whole conversation surrounding body shaming and it specifically surrounds mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston and i think it's a lot of these guys
0: well disco th- look at disco yeah, what disco look, said d-
1: disco you know says that fat trash, people but- fat fat wrestlers are an embarrassment to the industry um okay can i introduce you to uh sh- a few names off the top of my head. Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, Vader. Tug, tugboat. Vader. Um, Earthquake. <laughs> typhoon. Big you Boss know. Man. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. You know, Kevin Owens. Rikishi.
0: Rikishi. Yokozuna.
1: Uh, <laughs> Fat guys in wrestling are not an embarrassment to the industry. It's a fake fighting sport. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be going around calling and body shaming people. I'm not and even gonna. I'm not even you know gonna what? limit it to fat. I'm not even gonna limit it to fat. I, mean, I am a fat man. I'm aware of that fact.
0: But. Ultimately, here's the thing: whether you're fat or not, do you have the cardio to keep going? Mm-hmm. So you're not like two minutes in. You're not gassed in the ring, Goldberg. Um, you know. So do you have that? And two, are you strong enough to do the moves that are scheduled mm-hmm. without injuring?
1: Your opponent. If so, gives a shit what you look like. Yeah. Do you have a character that works? George mm-hmm. the Animal Steel. Um Yeah <laughs> Like I'm just <laughs> Disco got destroyed. Yes. Of course. Rightfully he's, a, so.
0: he's a human piece of garbage anyway, so
1: you know, yeah. there you go. But yeah, it's just like Come on. Let's let's be real here this industry has always had different body types you have to and we should not as a society be shaming people for their
0: bodies after we just talked about how uh small people we don't buy
1: we aren't shaming, not shaming them them. For their bodies though we we we're, we're we're saying that we don't buy their we, we don't yeah. buy them winning. Just
0: because I don't buy Marco Stunt beating Paul White doesn't mean I don't buy Marco Stunt beating Jungle Boy.
1: Yeah. it It's going to be different for each individual. We just spent, what, 15 minutes talking about how, yeah, we don't really buy Ray winning, but at the same time, he found a way to make it work to where we could buy into it. Yep, exactly. Marco never did that. Nope. Riho has not done that for me. I don't dislike them because they're small. I don't hate on them because they're small. I just don't have a desire to see them.
0: The story around their character doesn't work.
1: Yes. That's that's it exactly. Yeah.
0: Like if Ryuho used a whole bunch of drop toe holds, if she used, uh, you know, stand in the corner until they start charging me, then duck out of the way so they hit the ring post. Um, if she used a lot of you know, get tied up around their arms and like uh arm bars and things of that nature, you know, mm-hmm. leveraged positions.
1: You know what? I'm Maybe 100% I can buy on board. It.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't buy the fact that her drop kick is going to be this devastating attack on like Jade. Yeah. I ain't buying it. Oh. Let's move on. Okay.
1: Let's we we we've I think we've yeah. beat that horse to I death. I think we have. <laughs> I think we've beat that dead horse back to life. And then dead again. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, we, we've talked about the backstage drama of... Well, I mean, okay, so let's talk
0: about this whole punk Moxley thing just a little bit. Oh, we we've got to talk about that. Not the main event. About a five-minute match where Moxley just pretty much destroyed Punk. Mm -hmm. Um, Punk goes out on the shoulders of uh, Doc Samson and somebody else, Yeah, you know, hopping on one foot, no weight at all on his foot. So is that kayfabe? Is Punk better? And they just want to get the belt off of him because of all the heat that's around. Uh, Is Is Punk still really hurt? And this was one of those like when they created the whole interim idea, it was like, Yeah, you know, it's a broken foot, uh eight weeks tops, I'll be fine. Yeah. And this is actually turned into a Hey, I'm gonna have to I'm have gonna be surgery. out for like a year. Uh you know, so this is a way to get rid of that interim tag on which,
1: Moxley. Which doesn't to me we spoke about this the other day. I forget if it was through chatter in person. I think it was you said the interim thing is stupid. It's wrestling. Yeah. You don't. It's unnecessary. Brady said that. Brady. I, I, I sorry. agree with you. Yeah. I, I agree and disagree. Like the interim thing. I get it. If he didn't lose it, he didn't lose it. The thing is, is that they came in and they felt like they had to build a story between well, these guys instead of, hey, I'm back. It's time for us to settle this. Well, look I'll see you at the pay-per-view. AEW from the beginning,
0: though, has tried to put this weird MMA spin on with the rankings and the all of that stuff. They tried to do this weird, it's a real sport, but then... It's wrestling, so it's only a real sport when it matters for the story. Mm. It's not a real sport any other time because, realistically, you would think your number one contender would be the next person to challenge a champion for the title, right? Mm -hmm. Except that's not how it works. Nope. You know, all of the titles are being fought by people that aren't even ranked. Yeah. Uh, Because
1: wrestling, you can't do a strict ranking.
0: doesn't work that because we're having wrestling every week. Mm Mm-hmm. It works at MMA because you have a fight every couple of months. Yeah. And even on those fights that you have every couple of months, not every champion is defending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's usually a good four to six months between fights for these guys, which works for MMA. Doesn't work in a weekly syndicate, in a weekly televised uh, wrestling match, right? Nope. So I kind of hate the interim title thing. You know, you have CM Punk come out, and what you do is you say, okay, you think it's going to be only a couple of weeks. Cool. Don't tell us. If it's worse than you think it is, then that's when Phil comes out. Phil cuts a quick promo about, you know, a couple, three, five minutes, and says, hey, you know, I got hurt. My foot's busted. I have to have surgery. As much as I hate to do this, I got to relinquish this title.
1: Well, I mean, let's let's look at Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I was he, he was champ when he stepped away, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, he gave up the title. Yeah.
1: So you have Roman who just won the title a few weeks beforehand, maybe it a month, a month, two months beforehand, whatever it was. Then he walks out. He gets the news. He walks mm-hmm. out and he Joe says, "Comes out. Hey, my real name's Joe, mm-hmm. and I have leukemia." Yeah. Oh snap!
0: Right. And obviously,
1: at this point, obviously he can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. Still, there's a decent chance he may not ever come back. Mm-hmm. So well, he's going to give the title up. He's going to go Becky. fight. Yeah. You know.
0: Hey, um, you be the champ. I'm going to go be a mom. You Which
1: know? I still don't think she had told Oscar because Oscar's reaction was like, reaction. "Wait, what?" Um. <laughs> Which there, that's you have, that is how you rib somebody. Yeah. That is how you rib somebody.
0: You have all of these people throughout wrestling history that they they're the type. Finn Balor, mm-hmm. very first United, uh, our undisputed Universal Champion, very first one. Seth Rollins separated shoulder during a buckle bomb and he had to give it up the next night on Raw. Yeah, he was champ for one day you know and and honestly he's never been back near the title picture but that's more a uh, cry on WWE not Finn i I, I i look um, for
1: that to change here in the um
0: but future you have these people they get hurt okay have the doctor evaluate them how long are they going to be out mm-hmm. 3 weeks cool we don't have a pay-per-view coming up in 3
1: weeks we're fine even All if right? we do have a pay-per-view coming up you have there's options you you stage the backstage attack yeah and oh they're injured no, we're not stripping them of your title. You're still going to have that match, but it's just not going to take place at the pay-per-view.
0: Right. But, if they, okay, they're going to be out for like two, three, four months. All right. Then you, that's when you have them come out and they announce, hey, I'm hurt. I'm not going to be here. I got to give up this title. Uh, but when I come back, you best believe I'm coming for it. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have the, then you have the, the authority figure say on your return, your first match back will be, with whoever has this belt. Yeah. Right. And then you do a tournament or you do a number one contenders thing or you do some, you, you pick two random people from the locker room and they get to wrestle for the belt. You, However, you do it,
1: you put the belt in the middle of the ring.
0: Then you everybody has a all,
1: scramble. You line all of the wrestlers around the ring like a uh, lumberjack match. And they
0: scramble to get in the ring. Whoever grabs They it.
1: scramble the first person to get the belt and get and backstage. Get backstage. Is Dude, your champion? That,
0: that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> I, I, uh, I would love to see something like that. But you do something, right? Put everybody's name in a hat, and you draw two names, and those two will wrestle at the main event tonight on Raw for the vacant title,
1: Diamond Championship Wrestling. If you are listening to this, <laughs> please, for the love of God, do Let's a, have scramble. a championship
0: scramble. Um. <laughs> But you do something right, yeah. and then you have your champion, and then you can tell your story with your champ while your the person who was your champ is getting fixed, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they they're ready to come back, then you can start making the creative call of okay, when they come back, are we gonna have them? Are we gonna put the belt back on them and let them continue their run? Or are they gonna lose to the the current champion? And we're going to create a bit of a story there so that eventually they do get their belt back or they lose and they're out of it and we tell another story or, or they, they however lose. you want to go.
1: They lose, they're out of it, and we send them back to NXT. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Finn. Well, dude, we're back right. to you. <laughs> um, no, uh, look at look at what happened with Becky. Yeah. Right? She she gave it up because she was pregnant. She needed to go do her thing and become a mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Asuka get the belt. Proud.
1: You know, they they do the whole thing. She comes back at SummerSlam last year. Mm-hmm. Whether you like what happened or not, she comes back at SummerSlam. She beats Bianca for the title. Mm-hmm. Bam. She's right back where she was. Now she's a heel because everybody's pissed off.
0: Because she beat Bianca. Because she beat Bianca. seconds. And
1: which yeah. is what Vince wanted from the whole thing because Vince was like, hey, you're a heel.
0: They wanted Becky as a heel. Becky's not a heel. Um,
1: she's not. And... So we have this, whether you like the entirety of the feud or not, you have this feud that goes on for almost a year Mm -hmm. with Becky and Bianca. And honestly, there were some great matches. There were some lackluster ones too, Mm -hmm. but there were some great matches there as a whole. I think I have to say that I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And then you have Bianca and Becky now have respect for each other. Yeah, And if Becky hadn't been injured, we'd have a pretty awesome feud between Bianca, Becky versus Bailey and and her Mm -hmm. crew. Yeah. You know, I,
0: um, yeah, the interim title just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It didn't work when Cody had it with the whole, and and honestly, I, I think that's where it came from. You know, Cody, Cody being Cody didn't want to give up the belt. Tony didn't want to. At that time, I think they were still maybe trying to figure out how to make this work. So Tony didn't want to upset Cody. So he's like, "Look, we'll just make you the champ. We'll have this uh, uh, interim that Sammy ended up with, and you know, we'll we'll do that, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, it was a novel idea. Doesn't need to be done it again. No, Hulk could and have given up the title. Rosa could have given up the title. Come back, you know. And in fact, hey, let, let's let Thunder Rosa give up the title. Tony
1: Storm wins, which was apparently the, rumor, was apparently thing was the gonna, rumor. that was going to happen anyway. So, g- finish finish your booking, and then we'll I'll I'll talk well, some more. You have you have Thunder. You have Tony Storm win.
0: She now has the belt. Thunder Rosa comes back. You know, hey, we're friends. We were friends when I left. Remember, uh, I was going to give you that title shot. Now you have to give it to me. Uh, And you can do that one of two ways. You can either have Tony become a heel and be like, "Mm, nah, I really like this belt. So no. Or you have Thunderosa come back in the heel role of demanding her title shot. And Tony Storm being like, there are other people that have been here waiting. And then you have Thunderosa turn heel. You know, and I'm going to make your life miserable until I get my title shot. You know, either way you cut it, you have an option there. I don't like the interim thing because it kind of puts this weird, there's going to be this match eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, What if, what if, what's wrong with Thunder Rosa's career ending? So now she's got or or what happened with Punk was career ending. You know. Then you have this weird situation of your actual title holder can't come back to wrestle, so now they've got to be stripped. And then that makes your interim title guy the actual title holder. But it just adds extra layers that are pointless. Yeah. So, I don't know, it just so, doesn't work for me.
1: Yeah, and and here's the thing. Apparently, the plan has always been for Tony Storm to take the championship at um, all in, all out, whatever it is. I think he owns both names now, so. (laughs) But the reason for that was because the women's division has lost all steam since they took the title off of. Britt Baker Mm -hmm. and apparently Thunder Rosa is taking some of the heat for that Yep. I want to be clear that any blame for the loss of steam of the women's division in AEW falls solely on one person and his name is Tony Khan because Thunder Rosa has had nothing to work with booking wise
0: yep exactly
1: all of the other supposed drama that happens backstage doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because you've not booked Thunder Rosa with any legitimate competitors.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And Brady's right. Tony does not know how to book a face champion.
0: He doesn't. Not even
1: slightly. And it goes back to what we've said a bazillion times. So I'm not going to spend any more time on it than this. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan needs to hire somebody to help him book shows. He really does. I hear that there's two Vince's out there looking to do it. <laughs> And he shouldn't hire either one of them. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> we have, uh we have Mitzvick Mann as the new booker for AEW. <laughs>
1: oh, what else happened this week in uh, wrestling?
0: Um, well, you mentioned Beth Phoenix coming back into the ring. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd kind of <laughs> like to see something go on with that, with her and edge versus, uh, Finn and Rhea. That'd be neat. um,
1: Road dog continues to insult AEW and still wonders why he was never hired to work there before he's been brought back. He's right. road dog right. is now back with WWE. Uh, I think in Jeff Jarrett's former position as VP of live events. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like, dude, because you've done nothing but tell them how bad they are. Why, why would you, why would I look even consider hiring you mm-hmm. if you've just sat there and told me, you suck, you suck, you suck. I'm better than you. You suck, you right. suck, you suck. No. And it's not even, a, it's not even like constructive criticism is presented that way. It's just like, why Why would you do that? That's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, look, this was a good idea, but did you consider presenting it this way? Right. You kind of know how to like do that. Especially if you're trying to get hired in a backstage position,
0: right? I mean, I don't know how much stroke Billy Gunn actually has to trying to get you a job, but apparently but not enough.
1: Does Billy want to get him a job? Yeah. Like, what is their relationship now? Right. They, I they I may don't not even honestly be friends know.
0: anymore. You know, you, you know? never know. I mean, it's like Aaron uh, talking about Rick. Yeah, hadn't talked to him in years. You know, type
1: thing. So. Pe- people fall out over time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a bunch of people in this industry, especially in WWE, where eh, we're going to put you guys in a tag team together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys seem to have decent chemistry in the ring. We're going to keep you together for a while.
0: Well, look at Santana and Ortiz. Apparently they hate each other.
1: Yeah. they And they used to be good friends, apparently. But people fall out.
0: Uh, especially when you have to deal with them for 300
1: days a year. Yeah. When you're on the road together, all of the time, look at Uh Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. They used to be thick as thieves, but apparently they've fallen out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know Becky did an interview and she said,
1: uh, that, you know, they were not friends anymore
0: at all. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. You know, what is, what is that relationship there? I would say, even regardless of that relationship, just what I've seen from Road Dogg, like reading mm-hmm. him, I don't listen to any of these podcasts he's on, right. but what I've seen, he would not be a good fit for AEW. I don't think
0: he would. He's he's too much of the old school mentality.
1: Yeah. I think he, he wouldn't be a good and fit. And while
0: some of that would be nice to temper in AEW, mm-hmm. it would be nice to have, you know, you always mention like Dutch Mantel. Well, just but, because
1: I know Dutch is a free agent out there. You, you know, know, that's the only reason I keep going to them, any but.
0: of these, any of these older guys. um, I wouldn't give them the book, but I would, like we've said, I think a thousand times, let's have a committee here of, you know, a couple of the older guys from the business, a couple of the newer guys and Tony. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we doing on dynamite? What do we got planned? What have our script writers given us? You know, where do we want to go from here, you know, and create that, you know, with the older, the older generation people, you know, that are going to be tempering some of the, okay, and what if, and what if, and what if, you know, on the new guys, and then the new guys being able to kind of go to those old ones and being like, yeah, that's, that's really old. And the current fan doesn't connect that way anymore. Yeah. You know, um, well, even maybe create this nice mix of, I didn't expect to see that coming. Mixed in with the, but it made sense.
1: And, and that's kind of what I saw with, I, I saw some comments that Billy Gunn made recently talking about how when he's coaching these guys, he's telling them to slow down. They all come from an indie background. Most of mm-hmm. them come from an indie background. And when you have that indie background, it's important. You've got to get noticed. You, you've got to get noticed. So you've got to go out there. You may only be in this promotion for this week. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you have to go out there. You have to do all of your spots so that people will be like, oh, I love Jason Holder. Bring Jason Holder back.
0: Yeah, bring him back to this promotion. Or you know, the guy from the next promotion in the next state over saw it and was like, I got to get him in on my promotion. Yeah.
1: Now you're on national TV. Now you're telling long-term stories. Not that local promotions can't tell long-term stories, yeah. but now you're on national television. Now you're telling long-term stories. Now you need to slow down. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt <laughs> and make it make sense.
0: Calm yourself.
1: Because if I see you pull out all of your moves to barely beat Marco Stein, mm-hmm. how can I, I ain't expect it. you that you're going to pull out all of your moves and you're going to beat yeah. the murder bird? I'm not buying it. You know, so. but yeah, just slow down, keep all of those skills. Perfect example is Will Osprey. Okay. Osprey had an absolute just insane match, what, five, six years ago now, mm-hmm. with Ricochet. Maybe maybe it's been yeah. a little just go go look it up. Go look it up. These guys were absolutely insane in what they're doing. Couple years ago, it was the anniversary of that match, Mm -hmm. somebody tagged Will Osprey on the video of it and he laughed and said, I can't even do half of those things anymore. Yeah. Because he's balked up and he's slowed Mm -hmm. down to a make him a more quote unquote legitimate competitor, Mm -hmm. but also to extend his career. Yeah. I love the high flying stuff. I love seeing that when done safely mm-hmm. as safe as it can be. Yeah. I don't need to see it on dark.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't I need to say, see it week to week on say, dynamite. I was about to say, I would even say there's some of that stuff that I don't even really necessarily need to see on dynamite. Uh,
1: That's you busted out let me once it a all, year. Let me it see it all at, out.
0: All out. Let me see it. At, you know, even if you've got a, 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 a main event spot on any of the pay per views. Let me see it on your main event spot because you know if you, you if you main event uh double or nothing, you may not be main eventing all out. That's yeah. fine. You know if you're a main event, yeah, let's see the craziness, right? But I don't let's, need to see it on Rampage. I don't need to see it on Elevation.
1: <laughs> if if you, I, I'm okay with seeing it one time, two times on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. If you are trying to break that glass ceiling and and take yourself yeah. to that next level, sure, do it but I don't need to see it every week. Is there anything else, else we, we need got? to talk about? Cause Not I can't think, I can really of think of
0: anything. <laughs> Nothing I can think of. Yeah. So I would just say that we will thank McNarb Gaming and Greg. Thank you, Greg. For letting us use this uh, studio space. Uh, if you need a board game, a card game, a dice game, a miniatures game, a game for games. Uh,
1: a game game. <laughs> yeah.
0: Come down to McNarb. Uh, get what you need. They've got, They've got all that stuff. They've got paints. They've got dice. They've got dice accessories. uh,
1: We sell dice and and dice dice accessories. accessories.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, If it's something cool that you've seen that you want to order a board game, uh, a miniature or whatever, let the guy at the counter know, either Cameron or Roger or Austin, uh, hey, I need to order this. They'll get it ordered for you. Let you know when it comes in. Whole thing. So, come get
1: you some funnel. And while you're here in Gautier, swing by Big Dog Liquor and get you something to drink. Maybe get you some of this Redemption rum cast finish. It's not a bad drink. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but you got some wine. He's got a ton of wine out there. He's got any kind of spirit that you can think of. He can. He has it or he can get it for you. So, check them out. I know they have uh senior discounts, military discounts um, discount discounts uh, all. <laughs> so check them out and since you 're done listening to us, head on over and listen to our friends at travelers travelers on the bingo podcast uh yeah, wait that 's apparently
0: what it 's become
1: <laughs> it's travelers on the omnibus they do a field trip through nerd and pulp culture, and apparently they now do uh bingo every week. Cause last week they had Ethan bingo and sitting on the table this week. We have Brady bingo. One of which is Brady has a stroke. Stop playing. If real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, one of the, uh, the guys from there, Jody, he has Virology, which just released a new episode, uh, last week, I think, um, it's really, it's really just his, his relationship with horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old movies, new movies, what they mean to him, should you watch this type of stuff. Uh, so give that a listen. It's available on Spotify and Anchor. Um, and then if movies as a whole is your thing, listen to Silence Your Cell Phones. They still haven't responded to our challenge, um, but you know it's too late mm-hmm. now. So uh, give Jarrett and Kevin a listen. Mm-hmm. They talk about new movies, new stuff on Netflix, bingeable TV shows. I think they even talk about some old movies too. They do talk about some old stuff. You can find them on uh, all your favorite podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube on Thursday nights. I do believe. I believe uh, so for their live show. And with all that said, I do believe that's it for us.
1: I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. We've got um, Clash at the Castle next week. We didn't run through any of the matches for that, but eh. <laughs> But we'll we'll see you next week. We'll have the results from that as well as uh, the results from the week. So that's it. Cheers. Cheers.